0: You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit illinilife.org. I was just chatting up a couple about Jesus, our Savior. (laughs) They were strangers to me, and they were like, wow, we should go back to church, and then they named their child Sarah Grace. So that was me at age eight. (laughs) Um, You can imagine my family was on a pedestal that was impossible for a human to achieve, which is exactly how you know it was fake, right? Impossible. So I had an impossibly high view of myself that matched everyone else's impossibly high perception of me. So now I want you to imagine this. I show up at University of Illinois, and I am desperate for people to continue thinking of highly of me as they always had. And since these were all new people who had no preconceived notions of me, I was like, I can take on a new role. Who should I be? The fun girl? The quirky girl? Crazy girl? I think I really was hoping that I would come across as like Jessica Day from New Girl. Like, that was my goal. (laughs) <laughs> Freshman year, I spent all my time with my friends. None of them were Christians, and I went around campus singing songs out loud, dancing in the street. Uh, Lord's Royals had just come out that summer, so I was like, that was my fave to just like sing alone. Well, no, I'd be with friends. I didn't. I didn't want to seem like a loser, so I was like, I'll sing with people around me, and they'll th- then people will think I'm cool. I also had an orange cowboy hat. It was velvet. I would wear it literally. It's horrible. <laughs> So I thought it was really cool. But remember, I grew up a PK, so I knew the rules I needed to follow. So eventually the fun party girl mentality couldn't work anymore. My friends were getting a little wild, and I couldn't bring myself to do the same thing. So then all of a sudden, I was alone. I went from having so many friends to zero friends. I would code for my CS class for hours. I would walk and talk to the cows that are down there, like by far par. I would just walk and talk to them. And I was super lonely, but I got to know the Lord in a really new and fresh way. And it was very personal. And I realized that a church community needed to be my home base instead of these other friend groups that I had. Um, It was a super hard semester, so this was second semester freshman year. But it was awesome. The desert period of learning to know the Lord on my own did not get easier, but it did come at the right time. During my freshman year, my dad relapsed into alcoholism. Both of my parents' mental health problems started to really show, and their marriage started to fall apart, and I wasn't clear if mom and dad were going to be divorced or not. It was a hot mess. This pristine family I'd been part of my whole life was a hot mess. It was so humbling, just that itself, but the experiences of the last year, of my freshman year, had deeply rooted me in Christ, so I wasn't shaken in my faith. I just knew that I couldn't get my identity from my family anymore. It could only come from my faith in Christ. So my faith was officially my own. I associated with my family as minimally as possible because it stressed me out so much. I got really involved in Illini life, you guys, my church on campus. In the process of leading small groups and beyond, I continued to learn how much God has called me to and equipped me for. And at the same time, I had to learn how to accept the depths of my brokenness, just how imperfect I am. I want to tell you guys about some of my humbling experiences. I picked my top three. (laughs) The first humbling experience has been learning to confess sin. Um, there's, I'm like looking at my girl Evelyn. Like I had a root group where I would like talk about my sin, and especially it was really humbling to learn to how how to confess lust or like things in regards to sexual sin. So hard as a Christian woman. If you are feel like feeling that, please talk to me about it because I know that pressure. Um, I was really humbled when I had to get help for my OCD sitting in the office of the counselor, sitting in the office of my psychiatrist, sobbing, and then being like, wow, your OCD is pretty bad, huh? Like, really, yikes. That was humbling as well. I could not manage my mental health problems on my own. Then I went and decided to support raise the salary, (laughs) ask people for money so that I could be here doing this with you guys. That was also so humbling. I was completely insufficient. Um, And I think I learned to trust God in really new and fresh ways through all of these things. So I think that I can finally say I've just scratched the surface of what it means to know God's grace as sufficient and to boast in weakness, like Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 12.9. So, yeah. Also, let me flip my page here. So vulnerability and humility has created more peace in my heart than I've ever felt in my life, just because Jesus came for the sick, not for the healthy. And so as I've come to accept my sickness, I've come to experience Jesus more. The Lord has been so gracious to show me even how my mess helps other people in their messes. I've had so many friends and even my family have been healing from their own messes as I've been sharing with them what I've gone through. And like even my parents are together and they're so great and loving and happy with one another. I was just home this weekend and my mind is blown by the grace of God and by sanctification. So I just want to say I'm so thankful for my opportunity to do life with you all here as a staffer. I hope that it's messy. I hope that we can know the Lord together in a new way. And I'm Sarah Weldy, but you can call me Sweldy, and that's part of my story.